0: New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's gonna do something great. And joining us today, we have our missions pastor, Bob Lantham. Thanks,
1: Robert. Uh, We're picking up in John chapter 5, verse 30. I'm going to read through uh, chapter 6, verse 14. We're going to be considering Christ's authority today, Christ's authority. And I'm reading from the New American Standard. If I alone testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies of me, and I know that the testimony which he gives about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was the lamp that was burning and was shining, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater Than the testimony of John, "'For the works which the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I do, testify about me, that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me, he has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his form. You do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe him whom he sent.'" You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it's these that testify about me. And you're unwilling to come to me so that you may have life. I do not receive glory from men, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God in yourselves. Say, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe When you receive glory from one another and you do not seek the glory that is from the one and only God. Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who accuses you is Moses, in whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? And then beginning in chapter 6. After these things, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd followed him, because they saw the signs which he was performing on those who were sick. Then Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was near. And therefore Jesus, lifting up his eyes and seeing that a large crowd was coming to him, said to Philip, "'Where are we to buy bread?' So that these may eat. And this he was saying to test him, for he himself knew what he was intending to do. And Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, for everyone to receive a little. And one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are these for so many people? And Jesus said, have the people sit down now there was much grass in the place so the men sat down in number about 5000 and Jesus then took the loaves and having given thanks he distributed to those who were seated and likewise also of the fish as much as they wanted and when they were filled he said to his disciples gather up the leftover fragments so that nothing will be lost though these so these They gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. And therefore, when the people saw the sign which he had performed, they said, This is truly the prophet who has come into the world. Reading from John reminds me of being a kid and looking into the deep end of the pool. You know, it's inviting and it's a little scary at the same time. There are three truths from this passage that I want to share with you for this season that we're living through. The first truth is authority creates confidence. There was a question about Jesus' authority, and I want us to understand that authority creates confidence. And There are different types of authority. One type is the biggest bear in the forest authority. There's another authority, and that is devoting your life's work to bears and forests, putting your heart and your mind and your soul and your strength to these. In this passage, Jesus responds to questions of his authority and his response was, I have both and more. See, we know it from our perspective, from our vantage point. And he reminded them from their perspective to recognize his authority through the witness of John through the witness of the miracles he performed, through the witness of the Father, which they missed altogether because they were tone deaf to the voice of God, and he pointed them to the witness of Scripture. See, over and over and over again in the Old Covenant, the Old Covenant points to a new covenant coming. Moses records the words of God to Abram in Genesis 12. In you... Your descendants, all the nations of the world, will be blessed. So Jesus affirms his authority in the fourfold witness of John, the miracles, the Father, and Scripture. That kind of authority creates confidence and trust and faith and love. That confidence encourages us to pattern our life after his And his authority creates confidence. And that brings us to the second point, and confidence dispels fear. We know this intuitively, don't we? Aside from irrational fears, when we have confidence in a leader, in the circumstances, fear won't rule your life. The Lord's most repeated command is, do not fear. He knows we can live in confidence in his love, ultimate protection and desire for our highest good. So authority creates confidence and confidence dispels fear. And the third point, fearlessness expands opportunity. Listen, fearlessness expands opportunity. Remember how Jesus asked Philip, about how they were going to feed all those people? Well, you've been there before, haven't you? I mean, the boss asks a question and you're expected to have an answer right then. But Andrew, Andrew, whether he was acting in fearlessness or just young and dumb, I don't know. But Andrew says, hey, there's a kid and he brought a snack. See, apparently he wasn't afraid Andrew wasn't afraid. He had confidence that Jesus could do something with the offering. And Jesus took it from there. That fearlessness expanded the opportunity for Jesus to, once again, express His authority. Capital A, authority. And in His authority is our source of confidence and fearlessness for today and for this season that we're in together right now his authority is our source of confidence and fearlessness for today thanks for the time
0: thank you guys so much for joining us today join us tomorrow as we continue through the gospel of john see you guys then